What's good, family? Welcome to a Minor Hoops Podcast, a show with the freshest opinions and views on the world's most beautiful game. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here with the homies, the squad. Don't man, Keith, my bad. Taman, Brian, I'm excited, y'all. Everyone's here. Everybody's here. It's been it's been a while. It's been it was 2021 last time everybody was here, y'all. I mean, it's been up. about a solid month. We up. It's been like three. it's been longer than a solid month. Nah, every, cause when did you have the kid? You the kids? Wow, you literally just we have it. I haven't said it. Nobody said it. It's okay. Oh, oh okay. I, I didn't bad. know if you wanted that information out there. That's I, why I've been. Nah, I've been telling he ain't Drake. Like, yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, right. they put it on their Instagram already. I thought I can just casually talk about it now. Yeah. That's usually my sign. I mean, I, okay, all right, you got it, you got it, you got it. I wasn't going to say the kid's fair. name or nothing like that, but it's just like, oh, yeah, like, that was my reference point for Keith now is, like, BK and then AK. Story of, I ain't going to do it. Um, but, you, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's been, it's definitely been, like, longer than a month. Yeah. Your baby's almost three months. Oh, exactly. snap. Yeah, it's been a longer than a month. It's been a long time. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, of course you're sure. Yeah, but. I'm like, how do y'all keep track? Do y'all like just like mark on a wall or just? No, nah, you kind of know. Oh. Kinda like, <laughs> Knowing the date and the day. I'm just saying, like, it's babies. Are <laughs> they like trees? You know, like trees got rings on the inside so you can see how old they are. Wow. Yeah, we didn't cut them open to check. Ah, uh, <laughs> like, a, like one of those cake babies that you see on Instagram all the time. Right. But no, it's because you know when he's born. So you okay. Know, okay, whenever the next month. That Fair. In the next month gets here. Track him by the moons. Yeah. All right. Moons. Yeah. The moons. Right. Respect. Right. His rising retrograde. Yep. No. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's talk basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is- hey, man. We got a good show for y'all, man. We appreciate everyone who's watching and listening, whether it's on YouTube or Apple or uh, Spotify. If you're watching, go ahead, subscribe, comment below to join the conversation because we love the conversation. If you are listening, Rate the show five stars, four stars, anything below that. You can keep that because like my mama's saving, got nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing at all. We appreciate y'all. Let's get to it. We haven't really talked about these guys much um, this season, and I, I'll take blame for that. And no, I take that back. It's not, it's not my fault. The Lakers are horrendous. Steph is looking special. Kyrie came back. There's been bigger stories. I'll be honest. There's been bigger stories. But then the Suns doing what they did last year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so <laughs> No, no, to be honest. No, for real. Honest, I mean, yeah. but we have been ignoring them. And so the Suns are back in the first in Western Conference. Mm-hmm. And you can blame them whoever you want to blame that on, Brian. I'm not blaming them. <laughs> well, I mean, I am, but not right now. <laughs> Suns are back in first place. Um, the Bucks are fourth in the Eastern Conference, but the big three are all back, and they are 18-3 and three this season. And so when we look at the NBA Finals in terms of last year and what these two teams uh, part- in which they participated, is it possible we have ignored them, and could they be our matchup for this year? Um, I just don't see the Suns getting there. And I like the Suns. I really do like the Suns. I think they're... You know, I think their pathway to, to the finals, I think is going to go through Golden State. And I don't see them winning that matchup. It's an interesting matchup. It's just where I'm going to put my money on it. And then, you know, I've already said if Brooklyn is healthy, then mm-hmm. I'm taking them out of the East as well. But it makes everything a little bit more interesting because I've said that I think the Suns are legitimate title contenders. I wouldn't put my money on them, but they are definitely one of the team names that we should be well aware of and speak about more because what they've been doing this year is ridiculous. It's crazy. It's- yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I've enjoyed watching both these teams, and definitely Phoenix, because I was one of the people who were like, the Phoenix are going to be good during this part. I said, I think I had them at second in the West um, based on our pre, you know, standings um, to finish off the year. But I did see growth out of them as well. Michael Bridges is growing Mikhail on Bridges. both. Mikhail, excuse me. Mikael Bridges is growing on the offensive side, already special on the defensive side. Cam Johnson is growing on, in terms of his uh, involvement and his participation on both sides of the ball. Uh, campaign found a home. Yeah, finally found, found a home. home. And he yeah, looked. Son's at third, by the way. Yeah, hey, son's at third? Me and Tamar had them at two. Oh, okay, okay. So. Expect them to be really, really good, and they seem to exceed at that. The question is, and like we've already brought up, is are they capable enough of beating a Golden State? I think they can beat anybody else, though. Like, yeah. no. To be completely honest, they I think they can get everybody else out the way in terms of the West. Yeah. But my question is right now, and I'm not gonna say they they feel like. The Houston Rockets when they just kept losing to to the Warriors during those years, mm-hmm. but with the Suns, it's just the way they play. Every time I watch the Suns play basketball, it's just it's just on point, just doing what they have to do, getting everybody out the way. These games they're not great to watch because they're not fun. They just literally do what they're supposed to do, night in and night out. They handle business. So I don't know. They fun to me. They're they're fun to people who like you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're to not the like casual. fun like to watching the, casual, the Warriors the or even watching the Lakers lose people have like a lot of enjoyment doing that watching the Suns play basketball is just it's just watching hoops for real for real so they're 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 at that tier where I don't want to disrespect them and then just dismiss them completely yeah like they they have no shot at winning but it's still even though they were you know went to the finals last year. Even with those two games they pulled off in the finals last year, and even with everything they're doing in the regular season again this year, it's it still feels only but so much. You know, even with them being yeah. number one in the West still right now, it still feels like that we're we're not having you as a number one contender. To be honest, it still feels like we're waiting for the Lakers to come around, like half the world is, to see if they're going to be the number two contender in the West. It's, Hold that thought. <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't want like to just give the the Suns the credit of yeah. just establishing and being there and being present, but I I think they're just definitely the second team in the West to watch out for hands down like going into the playoffs. All right, B, you quiet? No, I was letting y'all go. Um, like I said, I kind of agree with both of y'all. I don't think we're ignoring them. I think we kind of just know what they are and what we're getting from them. I think it's kind of the same way with Milwaukee, like I said. The fact that they're 18-3 when the big three plays, they battle injuries throughout the entire season. These are two teams who we know what we're getting from them. In Milwaukee's case, I'm probably a little bit higher on them because I think there is a level of explosive ability they have uh, that I've seen before in the playoffs. With Phoenix... Somebody said this point to me the other day is, I feel like Phoenix is probably the team in the league that has the highest floor. Like, every day, like, you know you're going to get at least an 8 out of 10 from them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can get a 10 out of 10 from them, though, in a Game 7, Game 6, Game 5. Like, Chris Paul, he's been playing well. He is declining. Anybody yeah. that watches him can see it. He's no longer sure. the same guy he was. Mm-hmm. You're assuming Devin Booker takes another leap, but, I mean, as good as he's playing, he hasn't really taken taken another, like, superstar leap. And DeAndre Ayton, the way they use him is kind of just a DeAndre Ayton. 
Mikael Bridges, yes, has played better, but once again, is that somebody you like think is gonna just go off a thirty five in a game six? Is Jay Crowder that person? Is Cam Johnson that person? Like when you match them up against other teams in the West, whether it's Golden State, you know in a game six, especially now with Clay back, you can see like I said, we can sit here and talk about how he's looked. He hasn't played basketball in two years, and he looks physically But that talent again. around matters. We're talking about April, yeah. <laughs> May, June, six months from now, mm-hmm. like or four or five months from now. Mm-hmm. He'll be Klay Thompson. I believe he'll be Klay Thompson. Yeah. So you're telling me in a game six, like if it comes down to a shootout between Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and then Chris Paul and Devin Booker, I'm probably going to take Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, especially when they have other guys around them like Wiggins and Poole and so on and so forth. The, even, even if we want to throw the Lakers hypothetically in this scenario, like, if it comes down to a game seven, game six with the Lakers, like, everybody healthy? Like, LeBron James and AD have a higher ceiling yeah. than Chris Paul and Devin Booker. So, that's why the Suns kind of just fall in this category of, like, we know what you are. We just don't know if you have it yet. So, it sounds like we're getting Budenholzer's Hawks vibes from them. I don't even know if it's No, because they have a legitimate superstar. And I knew you were going to say, like, the Hawks, because I was feeling the Hawk vibes. Devin Booker. I don't know if he's a legitimate superstar. I think he's legit. Superstar? I don't don't know what else to call him. He's a star. He's a star. Bare minimum, he's a star. But what what puts you into that extra of being superstar? Because I don't see what box he hasn't checked, to be honest. Except for, what, a couple more All-NBAs or something? But realistically, when you're the starting two guard I think this and you're is the, the, the best team on your team uh, and you take them to the finals, it's really hard for me not to call you super. And I get what y'all are saying. It's teetering a line, but I'm going to use the – I'm going to say he, he has emerged he, into – He's leaning more in the superstar than outside of it. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think yeah. – honestly, I think this is the year he has to prove that. Fair. And that's like, fair too. This is the year because as great as the run was last year – he didn't knock off a legit. Well, I'm not gonna say knock off a legitimate superstar, but he didn't knock off a superstar at their peak. He knocked off the Lakers, injured Nuggets, injured Clippers, injured, and then you met a superstar in the finals, and you went home. Like fair, he hooped out in the finals. He though. hooped out. I give him that. But, but I see what you mean. Like I see what you mean. You got we got to see it twice. We we say like that often. He, you got to see it twice. Like if he knocks off that. Steph Curry this year, it's like okay, yeah, dude, you've arrived. You're here. It's official. No ifs and buts about it. It's on to the next one. So I was gonna say, I think, I think D. Book put in his time as a star already. I mean, I I think I was giving him a lot of credit too earlier on when they were still losing, like with no direction. That's fair. Um, I mean, because we that's something that we've also mentioned before in terms of we knew that those weren't necessarily empty calorie numbers. Yeah, like we knew that D. Book can do this when it matters. D. Book can do this when it matters oh, based upon the way bucket. he plays. It's a certified yeah. so, bucket. Um, but he's up there. Like this, this is. Pins and needles. This is nitpicking sure. when we're talking about stars and superstars. But right. that's what the main difference I would say about that Atlanta Hawks team. If we're talking about that team when, when they had like four all stars or maybe they didn't have five. I think they had four. 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 Yeah, Al Horford, Millsap, uh, Corbin T. Yep. Yeah, about to say four all stars. The difference is like I'm not really trying to build a franchise around any of them. But you know what Hawks team it does slightly remind me of a little bit more? It wasn't that version. The Josh Smith one? The Josh Smith, <laughs> Joe Johnson version. I figured mm. that one was a closer like, one. That yeah. was a, that's a closer comparison. And now it's a matter of is Devin Booker more Joe Johnson or is he I'm trying to think of a I'm trying to think of somebody that would be a superstar comparison as a shooting guard besides Kobe at this point. Nah, I think um, T-Man. I don't know if that's a good. Like, compa- that's I don't know if that's the one I you want to go with. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, and and I, I'm be honest. And I, I watched 
T Mac's interview with Draymond Green. Yeah. Um, and T Mac alluded to the fact that he said that if I had some of the situation that other teams have had, and if we look back in terms of all the things that took place when you know I was trying to make my runs, the other teams were making their runs, injuries hit us, situations, all, situations, situations, like riddled me more, riddled my career more than anybody than any else. Other, other stars, and yeah. And so, if I had a situation like Kobe, I just wanted him to get out the first round. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he should. I, like I have, I have, I've had this well, conversation so I've had this conversation with so many people about T Mac. T Mac, yes, was literally one of the most fun, explosive guys to watch ever. No doubt, no if and buts about it. As far as talent, he is on par with Kobe and any other guy you want to name. I'm not saying he should have ever won a championship because he shouldn't have with any of those squads. Should have got out the first round at least once. I can, I can, I'm not going to say I can agree with it, but I can feel the sentiments. Like, you're T-Mac. Yeah, I get it. But I also, we were all there watching him getting injured and injured, watching his teammates get injured and injured and et cetera, et cetera. So I still feel some, some kind of. And just some matchups just wasn't in his favor. Yeah, like, when I say get out the first round, it's, well, when y'all say get out the first round, it's like, okay, you're asking to beat Kobe. You're right. asking him to beat Tim. Like, he, he never played them in the first round. No, they played, he, he played, played Dallas, Utah, Utah. What years are you talking about? I'm talking you about his years in Houston. Houston. In his Houston years? He played Dallas. No, that was second. He played Dallas his first year in Houston with Yao Ming playing. The year we went to – oh, no, I think that was. The next year he played Utah, and then the year after that he played Utah. So that was both Darren Williams mobs. Yep. Yeah. And it won't like those Houston teams were bad. Because what is this? Oh. Oh, 05, oh, 06, and oh, 07. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I'm thinking later. Like, don't get me wrong. He played good teams. Who was his head coach? Uh, I want to say, was it? Let me make sure I check it again. I want to say it was Van Gundy. Yeah, I'll be honest. He should have got one of those Utah teams out of there. Yeah, Jeff Van Gundy his first year. He lost to Dallas in a seven-game series. They lost game seven by 40. I do remember that year. The next year he plays Utah. Oh no! Next year they don't make it. This year, this is the year uh, Tracy got hurt. So the next year, 07, they win 52 games. They lose to Utah in seven. Jeff and Gundy still. And then the year after that, I believe. The year after that, they did lose. No, wrong. That's skipped a year. They lost to Utah again. So the three years Tracy was healthy. In Houston. Utah was tough, though. There. Utah was tough. But, like, Trace, he was winning. No, he had a right. team that was winning 51, no, 52, right. and 55 like I'm games. Not, I'm not mad at you for Fair. saying one of those years you got to get out of those years. In my years, I'm more thinking about the 08 to, well, that's the injury riddle years more so. I understand. Um, then the next year, they won a playoff series without. Shout out to T-Mac. <laughs> Shout out to T-Mac, man. Shout out to T-Mac. I'm sorry. That was a long rant. No, I get it. I get it. But I do think. I do think uh, the situation in terms of the Suns kind of match what Atlanta was is looking like, at least in terms of our perception of them. Uh, like, we know they're good. They're going to compete. Absolutely. But we don't think they're going to win nothing. Um, and once again, my fear is, and it has always been, once Chris Paul leaves, what does his team become? Um, That's fair. And, but the Bucks, I'm, I'm more in line with you. I think the Bucks got a real shot again. They're 18, 18 and three with, uh, in terms of three of them is crazy. 
And then you take it to account that. And they haven't really been playing particularly well. That's the crazy part. They're, like, they're Middleton winning has they're winning they're tough just, ones. They've just been winning ball games. They're winning, winning ball games. Ones. Middleton hasn't been shooting really that well. Holiday's wow. been in and out the lineup. Giannis been like, playing like an MVP, and they've just been winning ball games. They're just finding ways to win. Brooke Lopez hasn't really played all year. DiVincenzo just came back. Right. Like, their team. And Bobby Portis. He's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah now he's, he's stepped up. He's a pleasant Jesus. surprise. Like I said, and then they added some pieces. Noir, like I said, looked like he's taking, like he's another guy who helps them a little bit. Like, they're a team that, while they are the defending champs. We always have to acknowledge that. Right. They are the defending champs. <laughs> so you have to give them that level of credit. Going back to Tamon's point, I think the reason people kind of are overlooking them, one, is because they're in fourth place right now, but also, like, it's kind of – it's very much the Warriors after they won in 2015. It's like, well, y'all, we told y'all y'all only won because such and such happened, because such and such injuries and such and such, such and such. We don't believe in them. You don't believe. No, so to, like, to be no. to com- quite frank, we don't believe in them. And that's the thing. So Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee kind of hears that. They internalize it. I think, honestly, because I think you and me watched the opening night together when they smacked Brooklyn. Yeah. And it was like, I think they were coming out to make a point. And then injuries just derailed yeah. it. So they kind of mm-hmm. just took their foot off the gas. It was like, all right, cool. We're going to make sure we're in this for the long haul. And they're just kind of making sure they're ready for the playoffs. So I think they have that chip on their shoulder. They just got to get healthy, get ready for the moment. They match up as well as anybody with Brooklyn healthy, period. Like, I've said that for two years now. I still say it. Like, they match up well with Brooklyn. Can they beat Brooklyn? We'll see. But yeah. that's what everybody's waiting on. Yeah, because Brooklyn definitely gonna pay the seventy grand. Yeah, I donate. They definitely gonna hit that seventy grand. They get five a game from me. So, uh, <laughs> real talk. What if they did start a GoFundMe from Bro- nah, for dude. Brooklyn Nets fans? Put my name on the pay chip. Ky- pay Kyrie's um fines. Put, that put my would name on be the chip. sick. That Adam Silver would go crazy. No, realistically, but, just but take it out I, of the game check. I, <laughs> realistically, yeah. yeah. But, if, but if, I did if hear Brooklyn went. Through a GoFundMe to pay his fines? Nah. It would just look, Kyrie wouldn't even allow it. It looked real bad on him. But, but I, if it did go through, I would love that. I did hear the NBA's not going to let them pay the fine. Like, they're not going to let Kyrie play. Then you shouldn't You shouldn't put that out there then. But who put it out there is the question. Yeah, it got leaked. It got Everything leaked. Everything gets leaked. Like, the NBA, like, so the city of New York would let them do it. The NBA is like, nah. Like, Adam Silver, now's not the time to act like David Stern. Nah, that's nasty. That's nasty. Somebody so, didn't do that job on the PR front. Like, hey. somebody it's did not dumb. do that It's job. like, so you're because telling you can't allow me there's that. people that can be on the court who've been <laughs> not vaccinated as long as they don't have a Nets jersey on? <laughs> you're telling me all the fans there, everybody and their mama. That's crazy. I'd say it was right. But if, if you got a Nets jersey on, you got to do this, that, and the third. That's sick. Nah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. They should have they should have nipped that in the bud when all those when as soon as we saw how much it cost to pay fines, the NBA should have came out right after that and said the NBA still has majority rule over how this how this goes down. This is how, we should we are the governing party in terms then of how this fix goes it, down. Just make it make sense. Why can Brad Bill play in New York but Kyrie can't? <laughs> like I don't know. That, that's that, the only that, issue. That is the question I, have, I don't I can't answer. Because it's dumb. Like that's the only issue I have is that Literally that right there. If we're going to do it, like, if New York's going to say, oh, Kyrie can't play here and et cetera, et cetera, then no unvaccinated player should be able to play in that state. Should have pulled the AB. <laughs> I can't condone that, but. <laughs> uh, or an Aaron Rodgers. People like that one a little better. Oh, 
I wonder why. Immunized. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess transitioning over past Giannis to some other two bigs that we haven't really talked that much about as well. Um, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, are, and Giannis are all getting some MVP rumblings. Um, and it's all well-deserved, to be honest. Yeah. All well-deserved. Uh, Jokic is averaging 26, 13, and 7. Um, Embiid's averaging 28, 11, and 4. And, of course, Giannis is averaging 28, 11, and 6. So my question is, is it possible that we could see three bigs in the top three in, in terms of top four in voting? I put top three here, but top four in voting. I mean, yeah, with Kevin Durant. the last couple of years. Have yeah. we? I think big, Giannis big? and Jokic have both been in. And, There's only been two. And Embiid has been at least in the top five. Five, yeah. Like, he's really? been in the top fives. Yeah. Embiid hmm. like, has been top five. All three of those guys have always been top MVP candidates. Over the last three years, they've been hovering around. Yeah. They were, okay, I didn't. I was unaware. Like, the only thing that's ever taken Embiid out of the discussion has been injuries. Like That's true facts. That's true facts. Looking at, okay, so let's transition then. They all could be top four in voting. Not, not an issue. I listened to Stephen A., Stephen A. said that Joel Embiid translates in the playoffs better than Nikola Jokic. You say what to that? I don't. I don't think that's necessarily true. Like what? I'm waiting on it to be proven. Yeah, I. I don't. <laughs> I'm waiting I, on that to be proven. I just don't get what he's trying to say. I what watch, do you mean translate? I watch Jokic send Kawhi home packing. I watch Kawhi make Embiid cry on his way to the locker room. Which? What are we doing? I just don't know about translate. I just don't. Usually when people say translate, it's generally a shot at one or the other. I think they can both play phenomenal in the playoffs. We've seen Jokic be Jokic. To be fair, I don't think Stephen A. said that Jokic didn't translate in the playoffs. He's just saying well, he would take it to the next step. He translates better in the playoffs. When? In terms I feel, of. I feel like that's a dumb thing to say. I don't even care if it, it doesn't mean anything. That's what I mean why it's a dumb thing to say. Because if I'm, you're saying Jokic translates damn phenomenally, and you're saying, "Oh, I think Embiid," that's just you taking your pick, and you're just blowing smoke. Like mm. he didn't say much. So when you when the way he put it made it seem like he was taking the shot at Jokic or something right. like that. But if he's not, then just take your pick and go. But what do you mean by translate better in the playoffs? This has been a conversation. Let me slow down. This has been a conversation between Embiid and Jokic. Since they both yeah, kind of since, ascended, I, yeah, and and I think what people have done, I'm a, I think what people have done, they looked at Embiid, and they looked at Embiid in two situations. One, he's more athletic, but then we also look at Embiid and say he's in Philly, and Philly isn't necessarily doing their best job to optimize what he can do, and that's the front office now not getting Ben Simmons out of there to bring in another body, because uh, you essentially have a max contract wasted. And then you have a coach and Doc Rivers and you start to hear the rumblings again after their loss versus the Clippers that, okay, maybe Doc isn't that great of a coach and he's doing more harm than good um, for Embiid and the Sixers as a whole. And so I think that's what it is. If they say if you put Embiid in any other situation, if you put Embiid in a, in a situation with a Mike Malone, oh, he could do what he does. And so... Jokic is being, Jokic is blessed because of his situation, and Embiid is hurt because of his. I mean, I, I see what people mean, but like, it's not like Jokic has all his blessings this year. Like, his roster is still when he took Portland out in the first round without <laughs> say, Murray. Yeah, I would say it's it's not like his cup has run a full while like Embiid is completely empty. I do see what people mean, but I think that's nitpicking and not worth a 
a sit down like you know vein going through your forehead discussion like mm-hmm. it's not it's not making nobody think too hard um in terms of playoffs i always thought it was just who had the better team built around them and i would say the one thing i would say about Embiid uh that i'm not going to say about Jokic it seemed like as soon as people realize Jokic is click we're going to build around him it was a whole battle between Embiid and Ben Simmons and really trying to figure out a fit they started mm-hmm. building around Ben a little bit more so if you want to go that route but i don't i don't see i don't see too much of a difference in terms of just ability raw ability between both of them and their impact on the court in terms of what they can do for their team. So I don't know. I, I don't know what that, that statement was supposed to mean that Stephen A has said in terms of playoffs, like he'll take and beat over Jokic. But if I'm taking my pick, I, I'm taking Jokic right now. Like, Same. Yeah. I, I think, I think like, we all if that's what we were supposed room, right? to do. Chief, picking you. Oh, oh, he's not, well, I can't see, actually, I can't actually see his face. So. <laughs> it, it's not you. Oh. It's not you. At I was all. like, you're, what? You're, you're not very, taking Jokic? You're, very, you're we making wrong. very good points. It's not yeah. you. I just realized what this is all over again, and I'm just over it. I'm over the conversation. Big man right. propaganda? What is it's it? Not big, <laughs> shout out Rudy Gobert. He ain't in this. over skill. You want. I, wait, Going I, back I, to that point, yes, but you, but to put it in terms, it's Steph Curry versus James Harden again. Mm. It's the big man version. <laughs> the big man. It's really what it is. Because Joel Embiid, honestly, if you want to be super technical, is he a better one-on-one score in the block, wherever you want to claim on the court than Jokic? Yeah, I'll give him that. Probably. I'll give him that. I would give him that. But when it comes to actually impacting and affecting the game, and making players better around you, there's no comparison between these two. Mm. There's none. Jokic is a one-man offense to himself. You can, We're literally watching it this year. You can put him on the court. Can you name anybody on the Denver Nuggets bench right now? I'm not supposed to be able to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow this team is still a very good Compazzo. He's been starting. Half I would say, yeah, I would say he doesn't count. He starts. Like, even now, Joel Embiid, and granted, I actually feel really bad for him because he's having a phenomenal year. And if they find a way to get off that Ben Simmons contract, I actually, if they can get anything for Ben Simmons, oh, right no, now, at this point, I if they, they can, if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm like, trade me in the offseason. Uh-huh. If you really just waste my year like this. Facts. Like, I think they could be a legitimate contender if they find a way to get off that Ben Simmons contract and get value back for him. With that being said, Let's not act like he has trash around him this year. Yes, Seth Curry, who's been one of the best shooters in the Tobias league this Harris year. Tobias there. Harris is still there. Tyrese Maxey is taking yeah, a step. Tyrese still Maxie got Matisse Thibel. He's got players around him. So it's, let's not act like he's doing something that's otherworldly. He's playing like an MVP with a solid team around him. Cool. Great. I love watching it. He's having a phenomenal year. Jokic, we have watched now for the last we can say three if we want to be just super technical. The last three years has ascended to a superstar level Hands that down. we have literally looked at this man and said, he's the greatest passing big man ever. There's no discussion. Yeah. There's no discussion about it. It's, it's literally Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time. Discussion's over. Period. He's doing things on the court that literally you can't fathom. So I'm not seeing discussion. Stephen A wants to talk about play like playoff who translate. Well, let's see who averages. Oh, Jokic averages more points, more assists. Dag averages more steals. Oh, man, that man's in his bag. Like <laughs> shoots better from the field, higher tr- true shooting field goal percentage, effective field goal percentage, 
free throw percentage, average the same amount of rebounds, good for them. Like, what are we doing? Whoever got this man a tablet is a menace. (laughs) (laughs) I bought it for myself. Thank you very much. You're a menace. You're a menace. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Like, what? Like, once again, biggest point. Jokic sent Kawhi home packing. It's just play style. Kawhi I think they're arguing. To the locker they're room. just arguing play style. And when he said one on one, I think I'm uh, not one on one. Excuse me. When he said uh, playoff, like which one translates better? I think he just meant one on one. I literally think that's because that's the only thing I can consider here. Sit down. I'm like, all right, let me try to pick into your brain to see what you meant. That's the only way I can see why you're picking Embiid. But if if it's actual impact, I don't see how but, you just slight it that easily. But what's crazy about that is. And, and let's bring up another guy on this list right now. Okay. We faulted Giannis so many times because in the playoffs, teams built a wall and stopped him. Essentially, put three people in front of him yeah. and make him pass. I don't care what nobody says. If it takes putting three people in front of me to stop me, I'm unstoppable. Point blank, period. I agree. Embiid, we have watched numerous times get taken out of a playoff series. Mark Gasol, at the end of his prime, had Embiid in a bag. Like, clamped up, can't do nothing, can't move, can't finish. Like, we watched that happen. But everybody acts like it didn't. We watched him, without Ben Simmons going to a playoff series, and as a seven-footer, shoot, what, 42%? Like, what are we doing? We've seen Embiid struggle, so why does his struggles not matter? I still haven't seen Jokic struggle in a playoff series. I haven't seen it. The best you could do is the Lakers. And even that one. It wasn't a struggle. You just got outplayed by another phenomenal big. <laughs> you, just, you was playing against a better team who was literally putting all their defensive attention on you. He was still making the right reads. His team was still playing decently. Truth be told, they shut down Murray, Murray more than they shut down him. That's true. Like, I have yet to see a team take Jokic out of a series. You want to know why? Because you can't. You can't take a seven-footer who can shoot 40% from three, post up, finish with both hands, and is the best passer probably on the floor out of the series. You can't do it. Unless you get him injected. That's about I've it. seen that work. That's about Definitely the only thing you can him, do. That worked on Jokic a couple times. <laughs> That's it. So, no. I'm, th- th- y'all want to know why I say I couldn't sit across with Stephen A? This is why. I'm not having this conversation, bro. Man, what? 1.5? I had a conversation yes, for 1.5. Yes, sir. Embiid. I had a conversation. You know what, Stephen A? You make a good point. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I can't have that conversation without making Stephen A look stupid. And that's how I'm getting fired. Man. I think I think that's this fair, um, I, guess. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Jokic is definitely the best of the three. I mean, two, excuse me, of two. Giannis, of course, I I we ain't doing that right now. Uh, but definitely Jokic over Embiid. And in terms of what he has done in Denver, in terms of assuming that position as the franchise. For this team, for this organization. Granted, MB did have a Ben Simmons around where there had to be questions during that time. We weren't sure, like the shot or the the lack thereof of the shot, the pass itself didn't yeah. happen yet. So Ben Simmons and B, there had to be some questions there, and had you had to answer those. Jokic, it was just Jamal Murray, and I don't think we ever considered Jamal Murray being a franchise. We knew he was that second guy yeah, always. Yoke yeah. is just kind of like, all right, I'm going to run with this. And and the team has kind of followed suit. And so, I don't know. I think I think it's going to be fun to watch in terms of how their careers, because they're always going to be tied together. 
they're all these two all is gonna be tied together for some reason. I think it's just because it's so I mean, close. It's the way to they age. They're the they're the bigs and, of the generation. Yeah, and for whatever reason, Giannis has separated. I mean, not for whatever reason, but Giannis has separated himself from that conversation because he is Giannis. Um, I think it's his play style, just, man. Like, just to yeah. throw another name in this ring now, Anthony Davis has been upgraded to questionable. Is a game time decision against Miami. I'm gonna keep it a band. I don't care. I'm gonna keep it a band, bro. I'm gonna keep it a band. Street clothes. <laughs> I need to see him hoop. Huh? Like, yeah. I need to see him hoop and questionable. I'm questioning no questionable. Like, I don't like. Just, just, even if 80s healthy, reading the report, if 80s man. healthy, and and I'm looking at this as 80s healthy, and. It, if AD's healthy, he's three on this list. He's four. Oof. You said that? Yeah. You said yeah, that? He's four. Oh, he's I wasn't four. prepared for he's that. Four, bro. He's four. It's crazy. I had this conversation with Lee the other day. I can't disagree. <laughs> and I was like, as much as I said AD's generational and et cetera, et cetera, like we always talk about the best ability being availability and et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But my biggest thing is like, dog, you have shown no growth over the last three years at all. I mean, I said his offensive game was overrated six months ago, and y'all said I was You didn't say it on air. You did not say it on air. You did not say it on air. You said that off mic. That was off mic. I was going to say, I would disagree with that right now. I put it on on Twitter. Like, like I'm running from the tape. Like, I've said his offensive game is overrated. I'm just going to disagree with it. I ain't saying you ain't saying it. (laughs) Just on the record, as much as I'm about to say he's fourth on the list, it's just more so you're like, if – if all four numbers were up on the board, I mean, all four names were up on the board in terms of Jokic, Joel, Giannis, and AD, I'm taking AD last off the board. Mm. Why is that? It's less to do with, it has to do with play. If you can't play, you... All like, right, so let's say fully healthy, all four names on the board, who are you taking? Still might take AD last off the board. Because so fully, fully healthy and beat is crazy. So, so the question uh, is why? I, mean, I think I, so I know why. Me, me I don't think because, I don't think because he's overrated though. I, I know why. I would just rather take all the other three names as the number one option on my team over AD right now. And it, I don't know if it's personal. Maybe it's just how critical I've been of the Lakers. And this is no disrespect to AD when I say he's four on this list. It's splitting hairs to me when you add. Oh, AD we're, on we're this. debating four. Yeah, I don't want people to yeah amazing be players. like yo he trashed AD. No, like, we're we're debating bro, four. AD amazing could play players. thirty don't games right now, and I could change my mind. But from what I've seen over the past. But you know, two six, seasons. Yeah, I was about to say six to eight months. Like, I can realistically say why I'm taking AD fourth on this list, like, without question. And granted, it goes back to me saying his offensive game is overrated. But part of that reason is, of the four names here, AD has never, and like I say, let's go back to him being offensively slightly overrated. He has never, ever been able to control or manage an offense like those three. He never has. He's never been a dominant post-up player. He can score from the post, but he's never been dominant. He's never commanded double teams. He's never been a great shooter, never been a great playmaker. Everything on offense he does at an above-average level, but not elite. The one thing he does elite on the offensive level is lob threat, rim run, which is great. But that means you need somebody to pass you the ball. These guys don't need that. Okay. I... Disagree. I agree. I agree that he's four. I agree he's four. I disagree for your reasoning. I think your reason. I think the talent is there. The talent is yeah, there. The talent is no. The question mindset isn't. That's my issue. He doesn't. The mindset is is he ain't hungry for it for whatever reason. He's not hungry for it. And I, and I don't want to go that reason, route, but it's wild. 
because I can't, I can't read a man's mind. I can't say what he want or don't want. Yeah. But at least from what I've watched, the he, ta- in terms of the ability to do what these guys do, the actions don't match up with what with what wanting it would look like. Right, and I think that's what it is more so than anything. Could he go out and be a dominant post presence? Skill wise, yes, he could. You. Give him thirty could, games, he could, could be the best he, out of his four. Could he be an exceptional passer? Maybe not to the level of Jokic, but could he average like five assists? Yeah, he could do that. He could do that. Could he? He. I don't think he could nah. ever dribble like Giannis or, mm-hmm. or be athletically. But he is a fluid and a fluid and mobile athlete. Play out on the wing as so, well. So he could fall in the category of being probably the best, probably the best post score, ability wise, skill wise, in terms of uh, Embiid over that second passing, second as an athlete. The problem is when I watch him play. He looked a little funny in the light. I don't know. I, I think that's what it was. Boy, he looked like he get like, He looked a little funny when he plays sometimes. Little shove or do it. Right. <laughs> like, and next thing you know, he's just he's just drifting. That, he's me, just that's drifting part of the game. Three. Like that's part he's of the offensive the package. Like if you can't, oh no, that's fair. No, yeah, that's I mean, fair. Like, it is, but it ain't. B, it is, but like, it ain't. I, I, I'm I totally get what y'all saying. Game week off that though. We all seen. We all seen that kid in camp. We all seen that kid in camp. Like he's dribbling between the legs. All the he's doing all the drills. And when the lights really, come really on, and you can't the, do it when the lights on, he guess what? I'm gonna call you at the end of the game or the end of the season. Overrated. I'm sorry. That's true. what I'm calling you at the end of the season. If you busting me up in practice, but you can't do it when the lights come on, guess what? I'm calling you at the end of the season. Overrated. It's not overrated. That's overrated. That's the definition of overrated. I feel like we're going to call him overrated. I feel like it ain't that much. It, once again, I'm, and that's why I say he's slightly he's averaging, overrated. Before he got slightly. hurt, he was averaging, what, 23-11 or 23-10? and 10? Like, he's, he's, he's great. He's, he's always going to be great. Once, I think he's a generational, he's generational. defensive talent. He's generational. Like, defensively, I think he's generational. One, like, he might be the – truth be told, he's probably the best all-around defender on this list. Him and Giannis probably neck and neck. For I was about to say Giannis would go crazy. Giannis, Giannis definitely has a case, but oh. I probably would still take AD in all honesty. So defensively, I think he wins this matchup. But when it comes to offensive capability and skill set, like I don't see it. We can sit here and say it's because of work ethic, because he doesn't have the go-to. The I don't motor. know what it is. I like, honestly don't know what it is. You know what? At the end of the day, he just don't do it. He just don't do it. Sounds so weird. It's starting to give me seven foot wigs vibes. Like when it was just at one point where it was just like, bro, there isn't anything I can far, say. Bro. Are you just not working I'm not hard call enough? No wigs, bro. But I mean, hey, wigs you, is hooping this year, so whatever. Well, no, that's what I mean. When you have all the talent in the world, but for some reason it hasn't got put together. And granted, I'm talking outside of injuries for AD because right. like we well, all know that he's been injured, but, but, but we've all the, seen but, him on the court. The, when the, the funny muffled. thing is, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, when we watch him and we've seen him in. In series, in playoff series, where you're like, you know what? That was, put it together. That, that was wild. Thanks. Like, what he, what he did was special. Like, with some of the series he had in New Orleans, that was special. Yeah, when it got the, so, the Blazers out of there right, in, like, like four? Of course, that was the Blazers. We understand the Blazers have always been no that. Big. No big. Right. They, they've been a teetering <laughs> team. I, I don't even know if Nurkic played in that series. I don't think he did. Um, I'll look. <laughs> I feel like he did, but I don't, like, I'm not, I can't keep it, but we've seen him in series where you're like, you know what? That's special. Yeah. And that's him putting it together. The last two seasons, as these guys ascended. Bro, since they won a chip, since they won a chip, I have not seen him put together an AD-ish run. And and that and and for me, that that goes back into I know the bag is there. I've seen the bag in, in action. 
he just ain't he ain't tapping into it for whatever reason. That's availability it's, to me. Even if you're on the court, if you're not tapping in, if you if I have to see what kind of AD I'm gonna get every half. Right, Nurkic played. He played. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't like. Not I don't well. know, man. <laughs> huh? Not well, but he played. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll give AD that credit. I mean, he's I, better. He's better than Nurkic. So I mean, like, oh, yeah, I'll give him that credit. Like, so he, he he dominated when he was supposed to. Like I said, I. I mean, I guess we can all just say it's we all have different reasons why we think he's not for it. Yeah. Right. Like and I and I go mindset. The bag is there, the skill is there. He has everything he needs to be the To your point. You said like there's guys you see a camp, they do it and they got all moves. How many guys have you seen a camp where they look like they got the moves, but for whatever reason, it just don't go in the basket like it should? Uh, Yeah, okay. But I don't I'm just saying, like, and like y'all can bring up, like I said, this is the thing, we're and we're literally doing it right now. We're bringing up, oh, well, I guess that's one series mean. against the Blazers, All right. the bubble, he did it. But for the other 85, 90% of the time, it ain't there. Yeah, you're right, AD trash. I'm trash, I'm trash, trash. trash. He sucks, he sucks. He's Can't great. Can't great. Can't great. He's at all. You heard it here first. He's phenomenal. Nah. I just don't think he's a number one offensive franchise talent. I I think he is. Is not on this. If we're taking this list right here, this is what I mean. I'm, he's fourth on this list. Let me list. put it this way: If he's the Lakers' number one offensive option in two years, we're done. Like we're a first round playoff exit every year. I, That's all I'm saying. Depends on whether the I guess if he <laughs> never if it never clicks in his head. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I say, mean, like, yeah, I, like I agree if it never clicks I'm in his head. Like D being your number one option is a bad thing, but I get what you're trying to say. I feel. You. It's tough. It's tough, man. But shout out to all the bigs, man. Shout out to all the bigs. We want to show Ooh. y'all some love, man. Ooh. We had to show y'all some love. We've been talking about Steph and 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 LeBron and Harden and KD. Kyrie, been... Kyrie for playing his 10 games. Hey, yo. <laughs> when he out there, he out there, though. <laughs> <laughs> when he out there. Bad brother. <laughs> hey, I was concerned. I ain't going to lie. Before we get into the next day, I was concerned. I'm like, you know what? He might take him a little while. He's like. Get his feet wet. I told myself like, he just needed a week. I said he might. He's gonna take him a little while to get his feet wet. A week worth of games and he's I mean, straight. It might be a slow start. I mean, it helps that the Nets kind of just like they just let him do what he want. Like, hey, dude, no, they just, really do. They really do. do High screen roll, like, go get a buck. Like we like, do not we, care. We ain't gonna complicate this for you, like other coaches. Um, anyway. Oh man. <laughs> I thought you said you were gonna leave that out. I, I I didn't say no. You 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 harping on it now more than I am. I just said my statement. I kept it moving. We all right. I'll get to you. I'll get to you later. Um. It's January, late January, and y'all know what that means, trade season. We already seen one big trade go through, um, sending Cam that Reddish to the Knicks. Oh, you're talking about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big one. That one hurt me. Um, but now we got another one. As of late, Forbes, uh, Brent Forbes is going to the Nuggets in a three-team trade. Um, they The Nuggets get Brent Forbes. The Celtics get Bo Bo and P.J. Dozier. The Spurs get Juan Hernan Gomez. A future second round pick and cash considerations. Um, so that's the other trade that's happened so far. There's definitely more to come in terms of what the trade de- in terms of what trades look like in the deadline, uh, fastly approaching. And one of which happens to be around y'all team, man. Y'all team trying to put in some work to get things right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lakers are looking for answers. They, they uh, apparently there's rumors Russell Westbrook for John Wall. And um, the Rockets are open to that move. But that's not it. There's more. There's more. But wait. But wait. There's more. <laughs> um, they also, there's rumors that they offered, this happened, they offered THT none uh, first-round pick for Pistons' Jeremy Grant. 
Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's there's no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those trades, how y'all feel? How y'all feel? Are, are the Lakers moving in the right direction? If the Lakers trade Russ for for John Wall, I'm no longer a Lakers fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, to be completely honest, like I think the trade was like a first round pick and Russ for John Wall. Like, if that trade goes through, like, don't even ask me about the Lakers anymore. Like, don't be like how you feel about that trade. Like, this is me going on record. Trade that stupid goes through. I am done. I'll done, come back done. in a couple years after certain you, names retire or would, get fired. You retire in New Jersey for a minute. For a good little minute, bro. I'll be back like MJ. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll come back wearing the four five. But y'all gonna have to give me a minute if if something like that happens. Now the THT and none for a first round pick for um, Jeremy Grant. Hey man, look, I I hope y'all really think Jeremy Grant's like that. He's playing for the Pistons. The last time, we and he's good, but he's not like worth that. Is what I meant. Okay, the last time we saw Jeremy Grant. He's not worth that. But last time we saw Jeremy Grant, he was um, before the Pistons. He was playing for the Nuggets, and oh yeah, he was floating off on the Clippers. He was, he was a, <laughs> and, and he was, and he was a very important piece during that series. No, he was very important piece. And I think, I think while that's not the best landing place for Jeremy Grant, I'm putting out a in and out on on in terms of the best trade destination for certain players, and Jeremy Grant's one of them. I think the Lakers could use a guy like that. Oh no, he's like I think that's he, exactly what the Lakers need right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm they, so, they, they need pretty much every team in the league needs a Jeremy Grant. You need I a think, six eight, six nine guy who can shoot. Yeah, defend, I think the, and move without the I'm, ball. I'm spoiling the video, but I think Jeremy Grant's best fit is in Utah. I think he fits. That would best actually be there. a good fit for him. Actually, um, or, I think that them, would them or Dallas. Yeah, I like either one of those spots. So I think Utah would he would look really good in Utah jersey, and he could possibly kind of give them some oomph in terms of what they look like in the playoffs because we saw them when they went five out last year. It was it was bad. But, yeah, I don't I don't think that's bad for the Lakers. I think the the asking price was high. I think they, they're desperate. Because it's the Lakers. They're We're going to ask for everything. Like, but, if I'm going to make a trade with the Lakers, I understand how desperate they are. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. But the Russell Westbrook one for John That's blasphemous. Ball, that's disgusting. <laughs> I feel like Brian wouldn't mind that, though. <laughs> Personally, I feel like you, you know, I mean, just going off based off the conversation I've had with B. Seven years ago, I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> um, seven now. years ago, I probably wouldn't have minded it either. We're talking, <laughs> what, 2015? Yeah, that was Wall. They was both kind of at their peak. But I, yeah. probably, I probably would have took, to put next to LeBron, I probably would have took Wall over Westbrook. I'm, I'd have that conversation. But now, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Wall in two, three, three I haven't years. seen Wall as much as I've seen Clay. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I saw a video of John Wall working out the other day, and I was like, yo, it was obvious he had lost a step. Like, it was, he was playing in the wreck with a bunch of dudes who ain't in the league. And I was like, it's obvious you've lost a step. Mm. Like, you ain't the same guy no more. And I'd say, I, I still think he could be a productive NBA player, but n- nah. And granted, Russ has been bad for the Lakers pretty much all season. Like, I was if like, you really think John Wall would do better? I mean, at best, he's going to do the exact same with maybe a few smarter decisions. Maybe, but that's not, no, that's not enough. So, yeah, that, that trade ain't one I really want to Yeah, I'm, say, I'm not trading Russ, no matter how bad he plays, for a point not guard who hasn't played in two and a half years and might do slightly better. Might. 
Like I said, man. And I got to give up a first Like board. I said, the Lakers are, Yeah, that's the, that's the kicker. The Lakers are looking for answers, man. That's all, that's all I'm bringing to light, man. The Lakers are looking for answers. I mean, but, I'm sure they are. They're barely 500. We're not 500 anymore, are we? No, we, I think we're one game over now because we beat the Magic last night. Oh, we did beat the Magic, yeah. I thought we so, went down under when we lost to the Pacers. We did. Like I said, we're, Who did we beat in between that? We beat um, who we beat the other night. I don't, I don't, I don't watch y'all games. <laughs> <laughs> I do just to get angry. Oh, we're at 500. We're 21 21. That's old. We're past 21 now. You sure? What side you on? What side you on? I'm on basketball reference. Oh, wait. Yeah, that was a. Wait, what am I looking at? Why am I looking at the Kings? No, no, we're 23 23. You're right. 23 23. 500. 500, right. yeah. 23 23. So, yeah, 500. We're a 500 team. I'm so sick of Laker fans talking about, oh, we're going to figure it out. It's going to be great in the playoffs. Can't nobody beat LeBron and AD and Russ in a playoff series. How are you going to guard the Russ AD pick and roll? You go under it. How about to say what? I sit like that's straight what, that's in. What, that's what Russell Westbrook's brother said. That's what he said. Hey, man. It is hey, my brother say wild stuff, too. I just don't repeat it. Oh, boy. <laughs> just don't ever repeat it. Oh, yeah. So, um... <laughs> The other the other notable thing that at least I heard about was Paul Millsap in the Nets agreeing to part ways. Yeah. Um I think Paul Millsap is still a viable piece to like a playoff team in rotation somewhere. Um hang it up. What else, what else could he tr- contribute? You think you think he's done? No, nah, you can hoop somewhere. But you get to that point in your career where it's like if it's not these three teams mm. and Honestly, the Nets should have been one of them. Then it's like, I can't justify you having that spot over a lot of other people. And I don't feel like you would want to be in a position where, like, what are you battling for? Ninth seed, like Paul Millstap? Like, no disrespect, but I think, and I know, like, people love hoop and you're going to get your check and et cetera. I'm not going to tell a man when to retire, but, right. you know, generally I see people wanting to play for a little bit more. But then you got the Vince Carters, too. So, it right, just I depends. Think- Go ahead. No, like I think Paul Millsap is definitely at that point in his career where he's at best the ninth, eighth man. Like that's being generous. Yeah, I will say yeah. You scraping the bottom like, of the rotation. You're a bottom rotation guy. You're a vet. Like I said, you've been in some battles. You've been in some wars. But like you're valuable, we, very valuable. Still. Like but like when you talk about where can he go, like Phoenix don't need him. Golden State don't really need him. Memphis definitely don't want him. I don't know. Utah, what's he going to, like, Utah don't, like. That's the only name that popped in my head was Utah. But even Utah like, don't yeah. make sense, like, it was, with, it's unless it's going to be, like, their small ball five, but then yeah. that don't help but so much, like, there's, especially if you're talking about a contender, when you're talking about going somewhere where you want to contribute to winning, I guess, like, there aren't many places left. I mean, maybe, I don't even think Milwaukee makes sense. Like, I just don't see where the fit is. Mm-hmm. So, unless he's going somewhere where he's just kind of going to be a vet to younger guys. Yeah, that's just what I make mean. His check. It's about time to hang it up, then. Like, honestly, if I was him, I probably would just ride out this Nets wave. Like That's what I would have did. I don't like, and, hey, yo, forget and the other the, part is, the I don't role. feel I don't really feel any sympathy for him at this point because you chose the Nets. You had other options. Yeah, he did. You could have went to. I could have told you from jump the Nets wasn't a good fit for Paul Millsap. Like, they're going to be an ISO-heavy offense. They're a pick-and-roll team. You do none of these things. Like, if you're going to play with the Nets, you're either the lob threat or you're the shooter. One or the other. You're neither. So, what do you bring to the table here? Hmm. 
Like, he would have fit much better with a team like Den- stay with Denver, stay Golden State possibly. Even the Lakers would have made possibly a little bit more sense for him. But, like, so, no, nah, dude, you made your bed. Line it. Ride yeah. it out. You might get a chip out of it. Maybe. Dang, B. Just saying. I mean, yeah, I don't feel any, like, kind of sympathy for him either. It's, it's, it just happens. End of your career, man. Yeah. Enjoy it. So, yeah, I think that's it in terms of news. Of course, there's names that's being floated around. Eric Gordon is one. That's a big name. That's a like, very big team. name. Like, I didn't realize how good he was shooting this season. I mean, he's Eric Gordon. Like, like I didn't realize how good he was shooting. He's second in the NBA in terms of three-point field, field goal percentage. Yep. Um, I think this is one of his healthiest seasons. He's played, yep. Um, in a while. And so I think there's going to be a lot of contenders who got capital that's going to be reaching out saying, you know what? We can use, we can always use a 3 and D guy. Facts. Especially somebody who's been in some battles. So Eric Gordon's definitely one. I think Terrence Ross is another. Yeah. Um, like I think the Magic got a lot of pieces, actually, that people, like even guys like Gary Harris is on that team. Like, yeah, I forgot about him. Uh, Mo Bama's actually been hooping really well, but like, I don't know if he's really part of their future. They got Wendell Carter and a couple mm-hmm. other guys. Like, that's another name somebody might swing for. Um, you still got Indiana out there who hasn't made their move yet. All of them. Yeah. That, that whole roster. Everybody on the team. That whole everybody roster on that team is up. Like, and even Washington started to kind of throw some feelers out for like Harrell and other guys. Like, the trade deadline is going to be very interesting, simply on the fact that there are a lot of teams that feel like they can push. Like they can make a push. And once again, like I said, if I'm Utah, they I'm gotta, definitely they gotta make a move. They gotta do something. This is this is this is more so for trying to make a push, but also to show Donovan Mitchell, hey yo, we 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 want you, we wanna we wanna give you teams you can compete with. Cause he's already cause there's already rumors and rumblings out there. He said, you know, he wants to be in a bigger market to begin with. And Utah is the smallest of one of the smallest markets <laughs> outside of what OKC. Like yeah. Yeah. OKC, it ain't Indiana. Indiana's a basketball like that, so we can't even we can't even use that. So Utah definitely has to do something because they're running out of time with him. Everybody else on that in terms of that core is what thirty, thirty one. Um, yeah, give or take. Um, for the most part, he's really the youngest guy on that core. You got to show him that you want him around for the future, and you got to show him that you're trying to win. So Jimmy Grant is definitely should be up. High on Utah's list, Terrence Ross. Um, Even the Clippers are talking about making moves, like because they just realized what selling. Yeah, because mm. they just realize they realize the situation there. Paul George isn't probably might not be coming back. Kawhi's probably not going to play this year, so why not move Probably off? Well, yeah, get something. Move off some of these guys, Batum, Bledsoe, yeah, whatever the case may be, and just invest in the young guys like Terrence Mann in them. So the deadline's going to be very interesting because you got. Like I said, we've all said, like, who our contender tier is. But there's a few teams who are, like, right there who believe they can push into that. And then you've got a lot of teams who are, like, 11 and 12 right now who need – like, Atlanta needs to push back into the playoff picture. Yeah. Like, they have to. Like, if somebody – if they don't make the playoffs – Somebody getting fired. Head's going to roll. Somebody getting fired. Point blank, period. Like, New York is kind of in that same boat. Like, they feel like they should make that push. Boston's kind of in there, like – even Portland, like, what's Portland going to do? Are you really holding on to Dane? 
We are you holding back on to that. CJ? We, we've talked about a, that too many times. I mean, I know we have. I'm just saying, like, these are the moves, like, people people got to make. I know Dame shut down for the season, but, like. They got a couple weeks. Well, you got a couple weeks. Like, yeah, there are so many weeks. moves that can't. Even the Kings, who are, like, the 11th seed right now, are still technically in the play-in. But they've been shopping De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Like, the uh, deadline's going to be interesting. Free Buddy Hill, dog. Facts. He, been, he went out of there so bad. But like they got a whole bunch of guys on the team that are like good assets. Rashawn Holmes, Buddy yep. Hill, Harrison Barnes. Like those are guys who could legitimately help a team to a championship or a playoff status. Yep. Easily. Which is crazy because they're all on the same team and they can't do nothing. Y'all said it was Luke Walton's fault. They still bad. Well, oh, they can't do nothing. I'll say they're all on the same team because everybody's just been giving out maxes. And the you're no, realistically, those I'm guys not, are gonna be in the mid pay grade. Like re- you relax, got two, dog. three maxes, you're not relax. gonna have I'm not here. letting them get away with that. Luke Walden was a bad coach. Oh no, I was like, I'm not letting him get away with don't that. Have them. He definitely slid that in there, and I did not appreciate that. Luke Walden was a bad coach, B. <laughs> He's overrated. Yeah, Let's Luke, talk Luke about Walden, it. Yeah, My Luke man Walden went twenty four and zero with with the Golden State Warriors. And they everyone thought themselves. he was a golden boy. They, nah, they coached themselves. Can't believe he tried that just now. Hey. I mean, I went twenty two with second. those Warriors. I ain't seen many coaches win in Sacramento. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, that's fair, but <laughs> I'm not giving him credit for being another losing coach. That's fair. I ain't, I ain't celebrating. I'm just saying. I don't think it was all his fault. I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but he was a bad coach there. I agree. I can agree with that statement. Right, That's yeah. where I'm at. I can live on that. That's where I'm at. I can live on that. He was a bad coach there. I think I, not, he did not do a good job. I think he's I a bad agree. coach. But I, yeah, all right. We can. <laughs> I agree. Shout outs, man. We out of here, dog. It's a good episode. About an hour. Give or take. Yeah. Shout out. Karis LeVert. Yeah, yeah. Hooping. Yeah, 28. Eight and a half on 50% from three last two games. I think one of them was against the Lakers in game they won. Yeah. What does that mean? That means like you're playing the Kings. I ain't going to kick it, bro. I, they should have lost that game. I don't even think. Um, Wait, they beat the, the Warriors right after that, too. That was the crazy part. You talking about the Lakers or? The Pacers. The Pacers. They should have lost against the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. But we're the Lakers and we have Russell Westbrook. So. That Warriors game was also funny, but. Yeah, the Warriors game was hilarious. That was just such anyway. Goes back to Brian's point about coach. Oh yeah, coaching was just horrible in that game. You really, I, I, you know, I'm starting to understand where you're coming from when you say um, Steve Kerr could really fold it all. You say he could what? He could fold it. Like he could, he could be the reason they fold. Oh, he, he could fold. I'll take that back. The team wouldn't fold. He would fold. Steve Kerr is the biggest threat to the Golden State Warriors championship hopes at this point in time. I'm leaving it there. <laughs> and also, of course, on this day, the Mamba, the GOAT, well, one of them, Kobe Bryant went for 81 on the Toronto Raptors. Y'all go ahead and spam up Jalen Rose with, with 81. That's cold. Don't do that. But this is also the day you finally started respecting. No, Kobe for real. Bryant. This is this this was the day. This was the day. This was the day. I, I went to school. Like, I went to school. That's ridiculous. I Me and the man used to school, argue bro. all the time. I was like, yo, how do you not know Kobe is that? I used to argue. Dude. With I didn't LeBron say he wasn't that dude. I was and just a hater. I, I told y'all. I didn't say he wasn't you just that had dude. Had to hate in your blood. I was just hating. I, I was just hating the hate. But I definitely came to school the next day. God is my witness. I was like, you know what? That dude Kobe did. <laughs> it took 81. It took, 81. It took like, the second greatest like, scoring that game Cole. ever. That dude Kobe, all right, fam. So it wasn't the seven straight 40 point games. Nah, it wasn't well, the 60 point game by the third quarter. Ball. It was 81. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was definitely. It was something was, that literally you have not seen before. It took literally something you've never witnessed ever in the history of your life. Yep. For you to finally give somebody your respect. That's crazy. No, no, not somebody. Excuse me. For you to finally give Kobe being Brian. Yeah. yeah. I was de- I was definitely hating for all that time. I At least you know. Hating. At least you know. A lot of people don't get past that. Man. I was definitely hating. It, it was wild. definitely a long, it was a, a long grind to growth for me. Cause like I said, I came to school the very next day. I was like, yo, I can't hate no more, bro. <laughs> that was that was crazy. That's disgusting. That was crazy. That's disgusting. I would have died with that hate. <laughs> it would have died in my heart. I can never admit this. No, <laughs> on the real, if if 2000, when is my arguments? If like 2009, 2010, Bron ever dropped 81, bro, I'm dying with that in my heart. That was way too much arguing back and forth in the cafeteria for me to walk in and be like, so Bron dropped 80 last night. What you have to say? Like, no, nothing. Nothing, bro. I'm dying with that hate in my heart. What if he had dropped a 50 20 20 game? Bro, I'm going to hate on it somehow. I'm going to somehow hate on that. No, nah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I'll be honest. I I was very much. It wasn't like I walked into school and I went up to like the first person I saw was like, "Yo, Kobe is different." Like, they everyone knew how I felt about Kobe, including Brian. Like, he he did it too. Like, I think we met up like that next weekend. Like, he came by the house. We were playing two K. Definitely stuff. just asked him. How. And he was like, "Yo, what you think about Kobe?" I said, <laughs> <laughs> "He got it." <laughs> like, I, I didn't know what to say. He got it, fam. He got it. He that guy. You that guy. He said, like, you done? I said, I'm done. I'm done. You he better than me. I would have hated and hated some more. And just when I thought I was done hating, just sprinkle a little bit more I just couldn't, bro. I just couldn't. But tomorrow would have been like so close to 100 and he didn't get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how did you not get it? Yo, I remember it was, <laughs> this is how much of a hater I love to be. Draymond Green, <laughs> Draymond Green almost had a quadruple double, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Mance had eight points. That's what stopped him. So he had, he had 10 steals, 10 rebounds. 10 assists, 8 points. I said forget everything else. You a bum. How you don't get 10 points? I'm a hate. You don't have to figure that out. I'm going to hate. Yeah, oh, like when right. D-Book dropped 70, but they lost. Oh, man, the hate came out of everybody. I loved it, but everybody else was like, but he lost, though. It's 70-something. And it was the bad sons. It was the bad sons. They was going to lose by 15 regardless. That 70 probably made them lose by 11. They probably had a 30-point loss coming up their way. It was crazy. But crazy. yeah, man, that's it. If you ever get caught hating, just hate some more. Nah, man, it's okay. It's okay to change your mind, world. It's you ever okay. get so far that it's like okay it's ma- just it's easier okay to continue. It wasn't that far though. I don't think it was that far. I, I mean, it was. You hate after far. a man with three. Chi- I'm it not was gonna name far. all of this. It was you know what far. he had. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but I mean, once again, my hate was Kobe was a bystander of my hate. Because Brian was a Lakers fan. And okay. I was like, I did not like... It was like, just embedded. It was all... It was embedded. Like, yeah. Brian was a Lakers fan. Kobe caught the stray. Kobe yeah. caught Kobe caught all of them. The stray. He, he caught all of them. Straight. Like, he caught all of them. Because Brian was a Lakers fan, so I, I in turn, like, AI. Or then I in turn, like, the Spurs. I, I root for everybody. I root for yeah. every op. Every op the Lakers the anti-Lakers. Anti-Lakers yeah. fan. So... But because of Brian. To be, clear. to be clear. To be clear. He, like, this is... Prime example of a hater. For you sure. Like, this, 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 hater. this is Laker yeah. haters. This is yeah. hater characteristics yeah. here. I'm being honest, I'm being forward with y'all. Sure. Y'all, y'all show me love. It's I'm beautiful. doing better. You just you should, have, you should have kept it up, but continue. <laughs> but, but so when so when the so when the season was happening, when the season was happening, I was looking at him like, yo, he's going kind of nuts. 40, but, 50, 40, 40, 50. But I was just being quiet about it. I was just like, you know what? Like he's going nuts. He's going, he's going crazy. I'm like, this dude's different. Like, look who's on his mob. Yeah, Mark Madsen. Like, wet paper towel. <laughs> Chris Mim. 
Chris Mim. Like shout out Chris Mim. <laughs> <laughs> Not for anything though. Just you know, like his name doesn't get the, said a lot. Look who's on the floor of them right now. And so this game happened. Lamar Odom squeezed through those years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one bright spot. Yeah. So so when so when this happened, I was like, all right, fam, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, something to end all the hate. Yeah, I it, he he did it, man. Shout out to Cole, man. 2016 was it for me for Braun, so I can understand 81 for you. It's crazy. I would have still hated 2016. Though. Yeah, he had to come back down for three one to make me look at. So myself. he had to do something that nobody's ever done before. But we have to realize I'm still. <laughs> hate. That's big hate, I'm bro. Still hate. I still don't I'm like still LeBron. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are looking like, oh, now you like Clip. No, we just had months of months of years of conversation. 2016? Yeah. I realized I had too much hate in my heart. I didn't get rid of it all. I just got rid of some of it. That's wild. He's sprinkled wow. a little respect on it. No, honestly. Like, yeah. 2016 was cool for that bum. <laughs> hey, man, we getting out of here. Oh, but we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. As always, Easily Brief Game. We love you. Be safe. And we out. Y'all are doing now. I saw that. I've never seen that before. No, we always did that. We did, I've yeah, always we, missed we, the spirit fingers. It was uh, rocket, rocket power. Rocket power. Oh, they did do that. Rocket. See, I'm so 99. When did bring?